Okay, and it looks like we're good to go here, everyone. What's up, everyone, and welcome to tonight's show. This is the Xbox Roundtable Podcast, with it being show number 229, your favorite place on Sunday nights to relax and listen to Xbox talk and more from around the game industry. Naturally, this is your host, Invader, and I am extremely excited to be here with you tonight, as always, correct? We got lots to cover from Sony's latest state of play, a Warhammer game show, and our own predictions for next week's Xbox game showcase. Certainly lots to go over. But first, as everyone is just starting to tune in and come in, grabbing a cold one and some snacks, how about we introduce everybody? And I will start off with General MLD. Buddy, how you been the past week? Uh, doing pretty good. You know, just uh, this and that with the family. Gaming goes. I've been bouncing between Sniper Elite 5 and Elden Ring. I cannot put Elden Ring down. Like, I just beat a boss. If anyone's played Elden Ring, uh, Star Scourge uh, Radon, that, that giant boss looks like Ganondorf's final form in the desert. That was a doozy. But yeah, I love that game. First Souls game ever. Highly recommended. But yeah, can't wait for this show, guys. Okay, all right, very nice. Um, moving on down here. Welcome back, Tim Dog. How have you been, man? Yeah, just like I was saying pre-show, extremely busy. Uh, got some little time off here. Uh, this Sunday coming up, we got this huge show uh, from Xbox. Uh, we're going to have a really good show today. Uh, energy's real good. Really happy to be here. Uh, sorry about being so inconsistent, but like I said, uh, just been, uh, you know, working, uh, you know, every Sunday for the last month and, um, just happy to be here and, uh, you know, no, no, no time for better. This is going to be a rocking show. So tune in and, uh, get ready. Uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm, no doubt and i am loving the energy so far it's again it's uh, great to have a full house and uh moving on down the list uh eric shockley buddy uh how you doing over there bud uh feeling any better yeah i'm back to uh 100 from last week um but yeah not not much been uh we'll we'll get into some uh <laughs> resi talk later but uh yeah i've been debating jumping back into uh resident evil a remake um but i have that free one that the uh that we got for the games with gold but i'm like that there is something about the gamecube version that the the like atmosphere is kind of creepier in that one it just kind of fits it better whereas like the hd remaster everything's like cleared up and it's like almost too clean still looks great but um but i have a great big huge you know four by three CRT to sit in front of me <laughs> to kind of engulf me with the uh, GameCube version. So I just have, happen to have, be lucky to have a uh, one that's like HDMI mod modded and everything ready to go. So might jump into that, but man, those achievements are calling me. So it's, it's like, it's it almost hates to play some of my retro consoles. Cause it's like, wait, this isn't earning me any Microsoft rewards points or trophies there, <laughs> but mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the but thing yeah. about it, right? Because even I do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm logging in. You know, is it a part of Game Pass? Am I going to be earning any uh, rewards and so on? Because, you know, every little bit helps, right? So, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, got me hooked on the rewards, for sure. Uh, moving on down here, Crusader. How have you been, man? 
been a good week for me. Um, you know, I uh, I played through the entire Resistance series on PS3. Oh, yeah. Uh, Resistance 1 and 2 were okay games, but my lord, did I enjoy Resistance 3. Um, uh, I had a, a blast with it. It's in my top 10 FPSs. Like I've been, I've been on an FPS kind of binge for a while. Uh, I played uh, Crisis, then Killzone, then Resistance, and man, Crisis Three and Resistance Three, excellent games. I'm, I'm genuinely kind of mad that the, the Resistance games have been left on the PS3. Um, other than that, I was on a Crossfire podcast on Friday, um, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, but very happy to be here tonight and gonna talk all about all things uh coming up soon this week really excited for all the news that's coming up this week Mm -hmm. yeah i'd stop by uh crossfire there you know give you a little uh support uh you know some uh txr support there and uh nice you did very well on crossfire uh crusader good job thank you anytime brother uh and last but certainly not least centurion uh how you been my friend Man, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, haven't been able to game too much, been working way too much, but um, unless you've been canceling your Game Pass subscription and living on a steady balance of only AAA titles, there was a little bit of a game show and some game announcements this week, so uh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. No doubt whatsoever on that. We have a lot to cover there, Centurion, as you said. Uh, there are quite a few... Uh, well, showcases and streams and so on so uh, a lot of game talk to go over and some predictions but you know what before getting into all that just a quick reminder to everybody tuning in whether it be the dedicated viewers and newcomers alike that you can follow us on many other platforms uh, lots of audio platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify and more along with other video sharing sites such as rumble there's all kinds of options out there for you just to, to listen. And hey, you know what? Options are a good thing, as we always say, right? Uh, now, as uh, more people start falling into the chat here, you know what? Why, uh, guys, don't we start off talking about some PlayStation stuff? And a few days ago, they had their latest State of Play stream. Uh, there were some familiar titles present, along with some new ones. Some pretty big ones, including a first look at Street Fighter VI. Now, Eric Shockley, bud, why don't we start off things with you here? Obviously, uh, there were quite a few games showing off in a short period of time. Uh, was there anything that really stuck out to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say the one I'm definitely most hyped for was the uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, getting that first look. Um that looks pretty sick. Um, it's cool to see that they're doing going back to some of the uh, VR support. Um, hopefully, they kind of step that up from the Resident Evil Seven from the P for PSVR. Um, I tried to get into that one, and it, it was great for a first bit, but ended up getting kind of sick because that performance was just not up to snuff back then. So hopefully, this one's uh, vastly improved. Um, but the uh, list. Callisto protocol. Um, I was happy to finally see actual like first glimpse of that uh, from the devs that made like Dead Space, uh, especially because they have to kind of they're not you know they're not in the easy boat of being able to just you know do a one to one remake like EA is doing right now. Um, they obviously have to come up with their whole new spin that's gonna you know hopefully feel fresh and the character models look 
you know, interesting and different um, from what they had done in the past. Um, so that one definitely looks awesome and creepy. And it's gr- that one actually is coming out in December this year. So, you know, you'll have a nice, you know, horror game to get you by for a few months um, until uh, March rolls around with Resident Evil 4. Um, also, I would say, yeah, Street Fighter was cool to see that it didn't get locked down again because I think a lot of us were kind of just hesitant of, like, wait, we know it's coming, obviously, because they announced it. Um, but we didn't know, you know, if are they locking down as a time exclusive? You know, is it pure exclusive again? Um, kind of like the last one. So it was good to see that come back to uh, Xbox. And it has a definitely a cool new uh, look to it. They're actually kind of finally going more realistic looking instead of uh, kind of like what Mortal Kombat did and leaving kind of the anime look behind. Um that looks pretty interesting. So then the characters can have their own kind of fresh looking style and like ethnically like kind of kind of look their actual part of what they're actually like countries they're from. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else uh, other than I think Spider-Man was, it was cool to see that come to PC. So um, it'll be nice if just more and more PlayStation games keep coming to PC and like more often or quicker. Um, just to give you, you know, us more options. Um, plus, the, that would be cool to see a game uh, if it gets, you know, some mod support with Spider-Man. That would be pretty sick. I'm sure they're going to go crazy with that one. Um, but I can't think of m- much else. I think those are my probably my highlights. Um, other than it sucks that we got to wait for <laughs> a year or so. I don't know if it's a two-year or one-year deal for that uh, Final Fantasy 16. That looked pretty sick, but. Uh, I'm not sure on the parameter. I know it's at least a one year. I know Forspoken's two years, but I'm not sure if this uh, if that deal is like one or two years. I don't but know if they. Other been, than that, yeah, I don't know if they've been really open about that recently. I would say definitely over a year, anyways. Yeah, they keep using the wrong term too, because they keep calling it. Because um, I could have, because I remember they announced it and it was like coming to PC, and then they pulled that and said, and then like upload re-uploaded the trailer. So it no longer says and coming to PC because um, I think they're calling it like a console uh, console exclusive, but console exclusive usually means, hey, we can't just say exclusive because it's also coming to PC. So we have to say console exclusive. So it's kind of I don't know if they know they're not using the right terminology, <laughs> but I, I can't see that not coming to PC like day one. That's um, I mean, seven but... didn't seven remake took forever. Well, but yeah, seven from the get go, they're like, "Hey, this is timed until this date, and it might go to some other platform other than the PlayStation," which it did, other than them extending it after the fact. Um, but you kind of knew that stuff up front. They put it like right on the box. Um, I don't know. Well, obviously, that game's further out, but I guess we'll see. But it's weird that whoever <laughs> messed up on that, I guess messed up. Uh, on that first trailer saying it you know hey it's also coming to pc it probably is they probably just don't want to say it too early so but we'll see mm-hmm. yeah i mean i thought like for the amount of time that it was that it was a pretty decent stream you had yeah the resident evil 4 remake which from what i saw looked pretty solid street fighter 6 which you know, I was kind of wondering, like, what is this? I was actually kind of surprised it was Street Fighter, but it looked it looked pretty decent. I yeah, there was that make your own character. 
<laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I, I wasn't too crazy about some of the character designs personally, but, I mean, it's a different take, and uh, I don't know, I, I thought it looked pretty decent overall, so... I am hopeful that with that Resident Evil 4 that they're using the uh, same Leon from Resident Evil 2 remake. So I'm hopeful that means that maybe they'll like, hey, we still have the new voice actor for Claire and that character model. Let's follow up and make Code Veronica remake, the one that <laughs> probably needs it the most because it was older than Resident Evil 4 and still needs you know that remake. But... You know, my take on the show was it was uh, very good. Uh, it was actually good for PC. Uh, we detailed that with Spider-Man. Uh, it was actually very good for Xbox because they showed a lot of multiplats that are coming. And, uh, um, you know, there was, uh, I would say, more than more than uh, a few Xbox, even like Xbox influencers were saying that Street Fighter Six was not going to come to the platform. Mm -hmm. uh, I a few guys, uh, we were here. We, we, we said that you know, uh, it was coming because, uh, if you guys remember at the time, there was a leaked report, yes, and had, uh, the platforms listed in Xbox One, and then people started getting DMCA'd, uh, which is basically uh, suspended or their account locks because they were posting that, uh, was taken off the internet, and um, you know, DMCA'd. Uh, so you kind of knew it was going to come, but I thought really it was good for Xbox to get that uh, coming. Uh, I listen, I love the way they the, the direction they're going. It looks like classic Street Fighter to me. It looks uh, looks good. The um, the the animations, the way they punch and kick, uh, look really fun and fluid. Um, yeah, man, that that's that's a big game that Xbox got back here, and I think it's gonna do well. And uh, you know, you think about it, you get the Series S in that game, you're set as a kid. You know what I mean? That that's a big time game. Street Fighter was always a huge, uh, you know, a huge uh, IP. And you know what they did with Street Fighter Five was was BS. It really was. It was uh, it was. Um, it was a shrewd move by Sony, but it definitely affected the development. Uh, they had poor development, I felt. The, the game released and it wasn't finished, and uh, it suffered. And and and, and you know, uh, you know, this type of this type of fighter, uh, you know, it's best to be on all platforms. I think we could all agree. Even even you know, uh, it's always been around and. Um, you know, hopefully they can cross-play on it, but uh, yeah, huge, huge that that was announced for Xbox. As far as Sony, yeah, they 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 announced uh, a lot of good stuff um, that's coming. Um, may not have been exclusive to their platform, but I think it was a very solid show. As they, you know, they hit a lot of, uh, you know, they hit a lot of points. Uh, even though, like I said, they were multi-plats, but still really cool that. Callis Capone game, whatever that game is, mm -hmm. looks like Dead Space to me. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of potential there. Uh, Spider-Man to PC, uh, logical. Uh, at this point, Sony should just release their games day and date on PC. It does not affect them, and it's going to make them a shit ton of money. Uh, the way they're going to go about it with the double dipping, I think it's kind of cheesy. Uh, I don't think that they're going to do cross-buy like the 
you know, uh, Xbox and the whole about, you know, consumers and uh, customers and, you know, trying to give them good deals. That's just undeniable. We've had cross-buy since the, since the start of, of this whole thing. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad Sony's going that direction. I think that just makes sense. Um, but it was a good show for them. And I think that they're going to have another announcement for God of War probably before the Xbox show, probably this week, Saturday, or something like that. Um, I think that the, I think uh, Kate's going to be on Keegley's show. Uh, they're going to probably uh, maybe show God of War again. And, uh, you know, they're going to have uh, some more artillery for this. The VR stuff, listen, I think that uh, the VR stuff, it's never going to be huge like the way um, people envisioned it originally. It's going to take a long time. But I think what they, they got, they're getting to the point where PSVR, the original one, was, listen, most of the games, were, they look like shit. Or they just look like, you know, half-assed. I think with the PSVR 2, you're basically now getting next last-generation type graphics um, or that type of scale on you know uh, uh you know on your vr set looks very good um it's appealing is it going to be the uh the you know big uh, home run hitter connect type device no it doesn't have to be um but it's still it's nice that, that, that they're doing the vr in my opinion and i have to give them credit for that uh, it gives gives it can, if you want VR, you can either do it on PC or in a little more affordable way. You probably could do it with Sony PS5 and the PS5 VR2. Um, I'm personally happy Xbox is you know not using their developmental time and they you know they they're just making straight up traditional games because uh, that's what I really like. But I do think that there is enough space in the industry that we can have something where a company like Sony has PSVR, it does moderately well, and it gives us that option if we want to VR game. And, uh, you know, well, I give the show a solid B, B plus. And um, uh, I think they're going to have a little more announcements, like I said, and it sets up Xbox now to have a really big show. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't just like make the Oculus too. Like a lot of, I know a lot of casual gamers are out there buying that, um, just by word of mouth. Like people that have consoles that I know that typically just don't play very many games throughout the year, they're out. My family, my stepdad's going out and buying a PSR VR too, and he doesn't even play games these days. But that speaks to him. So there's a lot of casual market buying that one. So I'm surprised they don't just like, hey. We've teamed up with Oculus before. You could just use that Oculus with your Xbox, and then boom, all the people that already have one. Yeah. Can... I'm surprised they don't do that. But... I, I think that that's something in the future um, that they've always had their eye on. Um, and, uh, you know, they have some type of relationship with uh, Meta or, or the old Facebook. Um you know, that Facebook game live gaming, I believe, or better gaming. But, uh, yeah, I, listen, I think that at the end of the day, uh, that is a possibility. Maybe not this generation. Um, but if VR really starts to, to kick off, um, I think it has to have a couple of things. I think you have to have a way 
of not being fully disclosed, meaning that you have to have a way of not taking you away from the world completely. So where you can have some availability to know if something's coming or if something happens. Uh, in a way, it's cool that you're taking off the grid or you say you put that thing on your face and you know nothing other than what's going on. But there are some caveats that, you know, come with that. You know what I mean? Like if you have if you have a kid or something like that, you can't put that thing on. And you know, you have you know, so there and I think it has to be wireless. And that's the the biggest thing. One's lightweight mm-hmm. wireless and, and has those aspects. Yeah, I do feel like it could really, you know, be that, you know, connect device, that huge hit. But other, oh, other than that, it's just going to be a little niche thing, in my opinion. And that's okay. It does, like, it's okay. They can maybe make some money off of it. Um, but as of now, you, uh, you know, unless they get killer apps and stuff, you're going to have, you can't change my mind on it, you know. And I think Microsoft has the right approach here where it's wait and see. If it does come off, yeah, they can make a quick deal with Oculus. Or even do something them themselves, you know, uh, because it's a, the idea of it is uh, not as much as like building a system. I would think, you know, what I mean, you just you have the console to power it. So uh, it's something that they could still and could get involved with. But um, as present day, I'm happy with Xbox's direction, and and I appreciate Sony's direction and Meta's direction with it that they give it to us, making a better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think Tim that it's a good it's a good thing that each uh, company each console experiments with their own uh, different thing. It kind of makes them have their own identity and separate too. It gives them both uh, plus and minuses, uh, strengths and benefits. And if PlayStation wants to go that route with VR, you know that that's fantastic. Xbox is doing its own thing as well, doing more like probably more stronger on the service based approach, cloud kind of thing cloud gaming initiatives whereas sony's really going hard with tech i think it would be interesting if xbox as somebody was saying uh could partner up with maybe a um, facebook meta for gaming you know with the oculus or even valve uh valve with theirs too um you know that way it doesn't take much from uh their own initiatives right what's so weird is they have they they literally Mm. have with valve and hewlett-packard do they have the um, the G2 Reverb, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was co-developed by HP, Microsoft, and Valve. Um, it, it's And, like, they have the APIs for the Windows Mixed Reality. It's just so weird that they don't, like, make those APIs compatible with the, the consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, too, especially when they were, like, a couple of years ago going to, like, they were saying some stuff about uh, VR, and then they backpedaled or just didn't mention anything about it. It kind of disappeared. But I'll be honest, though, like, in the as of right now, I'm just kind of happy that they're focusing on the more, like, traditional gaming scene because... You know, that, that's where they need to address things. That's where they need to address things. And, you know, if again, if things are going well and, you know, we're seeing all these games being pumped out by this, uh, all these studios that they just acquired. Again, there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, again, we don't know what kinds of things that they have in place right now. But I do think it would be wise just to, you know, get some things rolling on, uh, like, maybe the VR front, possibly. 
Uh, general MLD, bud. Obviously, I know you're more of an Xbox guy, but uh, did you catch any of the uh, recent June state of play? Uh, got any thoughts on it? Well, uh, I caught the uh, the after reports. You know, you, you watch like the, all the bullet points. I you I watched uh, some content creators do a pretty good job of describing what happened. Uh, overall, though, obviously my interests are more Xbox related, so I'm I'm looking at the multiplats. I'm a big uh, you know horror fan. I, I played Resident Evil Four like at least seven different times um, between the GameCube and Xbox 360, and I'm looking forward to that remake so much. I'm glad it's coming out sooner than what I anticipated, like what March I think. So I'm looking forward to that. Callisto Protocol, what the spiritual successor to Dead Space. Again, Dead Space, I played that game so many times. I played the trilogy so many times. This I'm looking really looking forward to that. Seeing gameplay was a very nice touch. Uh seems like the developers like it was the the team's ex visceral uh people, right? I believe I think. so, yeah. It was yeah. started so up like for they, Yeah. They seem to not have missed a beat whatsoever. They they really they're they're keeping that same atmosphere and feeling. So uh, and that it was it's this December, like yes, thank you. So uh, that's gonna be pretty amazing. Otherwise, um, I can only, I can only make a comment on the other stuff. Like, uh, oh, what PlayStation had some uh, VR two kind of stuff shown. Um, that's okay. Um, uh, hey, I got nothing against VR. Whoever I, the fans are very passionate about it. Good for them. Uh, personally, um, I, I'm glad that they're doing their approach and Xbox is doing their own approach. I personally think that you know, having lived through the Connect era for Xbox 360. Um, it was good for uh, it was good for the market at the time, but I feel a lot of core gamers didn't like how the resources were used for for making casual connect games rather than making more traditional gamepad based games. I think uh, Xbox is in a position that we need as many traditional core games as possible. So I'm glad that as like for now anyway, they're sticking to what you know gamers are asking for, whereas PlayStation can't afford to do uh, a side project like the like VR. So. Again, different strokes. It looks like each company is doing their own different things right now. So, eh, that's working out. But I think Spider-Man, Miles Morales coming to PC, that was that was just that was a little bit funny, because you know, obviously, there's always like the uh, the online arguments. Uh, you know, the Xbox guys poke a little bit of fun. Uh, you know, one by one, now all these PlayStation games are going to PC. They're losing their only on PlayStation exclusivity labels, because they've been saying that about us since what 2015. Like when Xbox uh, games went to PC. People are the, on their side, they're laughing. Oh, you don't need an Xbox anymore. You can just game on the PC. And now the shoe is on the other foot. So it's kind of funny. It's, it's good for the industry. It's good for uh, for PlayStation's business. Uh, it, it is kind of, it's a little funny how PlayStation executives and the I guess their hardcore gaming community don't really see eye to eye on this right now. They're slowly adapting to what PlayStation wants to do. But, you know, you know they're dragging, they're dragging themselves doing it. But overall, it was a good state of play. Usually these state of plays are like a little bit underwhelming, but they actually brought some heat here, like some high-profile multiplayer games. So overall, it was a good show and a lot of stuff for us to be interested in. Again, like Callisto and Resident Evil 4. So those are my two uh, highlights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think overall it's a very... Uh, it was good showing. Again, lots of good third-party. Uh, sorry, go ahead, whoever that was. Oh, oh. oh, sorry, I thought somebody was chiming in. All good. <laughs> all right, all right, good stuff. Uh, Centurion, my friend, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out or uh, just check out the highlights of the uh, June state of play. Got any thoughts on it? 
Man, what could I touch on when it hasn't already been touched on? Uh, I mean, it was definitely a PlayStation show. Um, we all see the titles that PlayStation has had a lot of cooperation with in the past with like Capcom, uh, games like Resident Evil, um, Final Fantasy even pop- popped up. I know that's not Capcom, that's Square Enix. But it's, you know, it just felt like a PlayStation show to me. Am I going to say it's lackluster? No, I I would have to be right there with Tim Dog that it was a good show. It There was games there that interested me. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and nitpick on Sony. Uh, if I had anything constructive to say, um, I really hope that um, definitely Capcom does not make a history out of just remastering games. I really do want to see some creativity kind of flow out of them. Um, I understand these remasters or remakes, whatever they may be, um, are definitely something we're all enjoying right now. Um, eventually, you're going to run out of Resident Evil games to do this with, and I would really like to hate... I, I really don't want to see Capcom kind of backing themselves into a corner, per se. Um, and I like how everybody touched on VR. We're starting to see a, a much a much more interesting take on VR. The games are a lot more... Uh, shall I say in depth the, you know there's a lot more to them a lot more con- I remember when like VR was just you know hold on and go for a ride simulator now it's uh, you're actually walking around fighting uh, saw some really cool stuff with the Horizon uh, Horizon Zero Dawn VR game that's coming out um, but now that's one thing I want to at least say like in the past this is just how my mind works Come on, in gaming, we have had people get out magnifying glasses and and count blades of grass. We had people knock the resolution of the Xbox One because apparently somehow uh, a game console at 900p was just a game, just took you out of the experience and you could not handle it. You needed that 1080p. But for some odd reason in VR, seeing a pair of floating hands does not take you out of the experience. Uh, That was a little bit interesting for me i'm just like so nobody's gonna have anything to say about the just pair of random floating hands i understand it's vr i'm not criticizing the tech but are we gonna start like where's all the people that gave uh crap to a console for not having good resolution because apparently that took them out of the experience so i just i don't know i'm just one of those people that always kind of see the curve on how somebody points out one thing and another uh, I want to see VR definitely get a much bigger push in the industry. Um, and if the games that really stood out, um, don't ask me why, but what the hell is this cat game, Stray? Oh, I want to play it so bad. <laughs> I, dude, my wife, my wife was walking through the room as I'm watching State of Play, and that comes on, and she just freezes and just stands there and watches it with me. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know what to expect from it. But, Lord, do I want to play it. I know. You're just like, okay, is this cat just trapped in a world full of robots? Poor cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I thought you would have something to say about the, uh, the you know, the kitty cat game. Uh, I know you have a soft spot for them like I do, so. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm crazy. I'm a crazy cat person, whatever. Um, You know, who doesn't like an animal with a shitty attitude sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got attitudes for sure. Oh man! I mean, Crusader. I'm pretty sure you can attest to that as well. So, yeah, I got two of them myself. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to uh, like your thoughts of state the state of play? Like, it was okay overall. I think. 
Like, not the greatest, but, like, I thought it was an alright showing. Mostly, like, third party. And, I mean, Xbox guys gotta be happy, too. I mean, um, Street Fighter uh, not being exclusive to PlayStation platforms this time around. I know, that is pretty awesome. Uh, dude, that was pretty funny. Watching so uh, people on social media that uh, forgot to read the advertisement before they posted it. And it's like... <clears throat> Down, down, down in the bottom of the the photo, it says Xbox. Just to warn you. Well, um, to be that... fair, it didn't say that in the showcase, which is something that's really annoying oh. with all of these showcases. No matter if it's Nintendo, PlayStation, actually, or Xbox. Like... Actually, I have seen Xbox put a PlayStation logo on their advertisements. Sure, they they they'll do it sometimes, but a lot of the multiplats they won't. They'll okay. they'll do it with their own games when their own games are going to things, but they won't do it with the multiplats. It's really frustrating. Um, well, Xbox is probably the best about it, but like, it's just like you have to go back later and you have to look up all these trailers online and be like, all right, let's go to Capcom's actual page and see the the very end of the actual trailer to find out what's actually happening. Oh, and and that's actually something that I've always watched on these game trailers. Uh, I've never ga- agreed with it. Um, it, it it's borderline deceptive marketing. Um, I understand that, you know, you don't want to advertise for someone else's platform, but also at the same time, you're, you're not supposed to actually go out and create confusion in the marketplace to actually confuse the customer. Um, Sony is actually very notorious for making sure it's like rule one advert. Like if the game is with us, rule one, you're not even allowed to admit that it goes on other consoles. We saw this with destiny cologne. Um, so, I mean, yeah. What were you saying? Oh, oh. no. I, was oh, I, I heard something. No. I just, Sony has definitely been very aggressive, aggressive with their marketing over the years. Uh, look at with Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, the big caveat that they were able to put on the box PlayStation exclusive. And in the fine print, it was, this is a cosmetic item. But because they were able to finagle the word PlayStation exclusive onto the box, people thought the game was actually um, exclusive to PlayStation because the game was being marketed through PlayStation and a majority of the ads for Red Dead Redemption 2 were did not show an Xbox ad. Their marketing is sometimes borderline legal. I mean, let me put it this way. When Xbox does a showcase... They make it pretty clear if it's a multiplat. They say like world premiere or something like that, which means that it's not exclusive. It's, if it's exclusive, they say it is. So there's no confusion. But it seems to me every time Sony does a conference, gamers are always seem to be asking a developer, clarifying online, doing some kind of digging or homework to see if these are actually multiplat or if they're actually exclusive. If you have to do that with only one and not the other, you know that, that there's a clear pattern at play here. And it's, they keep getting away with it. And, and part of me just thinks Xbox should just do the same thing. If they can, if Sony can get away with it, Xbox should do the same thing. Because gamers like us, like we're, we're core gamers, we're, we're plugged in. We know the news as it happens. Like I saw the Callisto uh, trailer um, uh, online and I, it, at the end, of course, you only see the PlayStation logos. Who's to say a casual gamer who, again, isn't like us, isn't always plugged in. Who's to say that those guys watch that trailer and they believe what they see that there's no Xbox logo and they think that Callisto or Resident Evil is only on PlayStation being an exclusive because of that little, of the very subtle marketing things that they do. I think that's what Sony's counting on because again, yeah. the guys like us who research this stuff, we are a minority 
based on all the casuals, they might they might actually be fooled by that. That, that that's that, that's my take oh, on that. I think that I think listen, when you saw what they did with Destiny, when you see the way they do their their, their marketing deals, Sony, uh, and you made an excellent point. Um, MLD, you said that uh, Xbox does the world premiere. Now, when we see world premiere, we all, we know right off the bat it's not exclusive. Because mm-hmm. when they show their exclusives, they say uh, Windows, exclu- whatever they say. They, they, they mention it's an exclusive or a console exclusive. So very smart of you to point that out. And it's very true. But Sony, for all hell, they do that on purpose. And, um, you know, even Jeff Keighley, who I'm a fan of, he put that out. He didn't put the platforms on it because of the way Sony's doing it. Listen, that's, to me, you know, you got to be better than that. You can't can't be deceptive and uh, outwardly deceptive and try to prey on these casuals. Because, yeah, are people like me and you and everyone on this panel going to straighten the situation out? Yes, but that's after the fact, and that's after the fact that that casual that isn't on Twitter and doesn't care about this stuff just watched the PlayStation uh, event and or State of Play and said, oh, my God, these games are only coming to X to uh, PlayStation. I can't tell you how many people uh, thought Destiny was exclusive when they pulled that shit, when, when they did what they did. They couldn't say this. They took the art of deception and they times it by 10 with the way they they've done these marketing deals and um the sad thing is is that uh when xbox if if xbox does try to do it the same way um or there's any type of uh you know question that will be multiplat you have these i hate to say it the media and everyone starts to put the full full core press on xbox you saw them put the full core on Xbox with Tomb Raider, if everyone and and, and two 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 Xboxes. Uh, Still to this day, only game that exclusivity was apologized for. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was oh, yeah. because of the constant questions, the constant, you know, uh, this and that. Now, it's like Sony can get away with it. They've done it with Final Fantasy VII. They've done it with Final Fantasy XVI. When Xbox does something like that, this thread started on Reset Arrow or NeoGIF at the time, and they get to the bottom of it really quickly and, and or go crazy and, and say, uh, you know, they're money hiding this and, 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 it's, and it's not okay. It's a big deal. I mean, even Starfield, something that they owned, um, people would not stop. And uh, I kind of find it bullshit because here you have now Final Fantasy 16 Forbidden and or or for, what was the game that you guys said the two year exclusive um for spoken uh and like that's okay and nobody in the media questions it nobody's asking any executives about it but when Starfield's doing this uh every everyone and their mother's asking about that after they ask about Scalebound i mean it just annoys the hell out of me how they have two sets of different, uh, you know, uh, ways of going about it. And 
for sure Sony's trying to be deceptive of doing it and they've done it for a long time. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of don't like Sony is because they do shit like that and they get away with it. And um, like somebody on the panel said, like maybe Xbox should, should do the same thing. Yeah, I agree. They should because, you know, uh, this is the way it is. But the difference is, is that if Xbox does, you have situations like Starfield, you have situations like Tomb Raider, where for some for, for some odd reason, um, you know, it's not okay for Xbox to do something like that, but it's okay for Sony. And we all know it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know that, especially with certain sites, too, that uh, they have their favorites when it comes to uh, the consoles, right? And, uh, you know, PlayStation's always been a darling for the most part with uh, certain members of uh, the media. So, you know, it's pretty it's pretty glaring at, at some points. But, uh, you know, either way, guys, I mean, I thought it was an all right show overall. I mean, you know, they could have had some more first party, uh, you know, that I think that's... Uh, pretty glaring but at the same time overall you know some pretty good third party uh gameplay and so on and reveals uh moving on to the chat here we have italian clowns with the five dollar super chat and he asks will anyone from txr be at the fan fest in la um well i'm well none of us are from the la area which is unfortunate no i won't be going i can't make it unfortunately uh tim you're not going are you no, I went and went. I was invited, um, but uh, I spoke to this pre-show. My daughter has a sweet 16 the week of, and uh, unfortunately, if I go to L.A. and uh, something happens, like I need to get a hemming or whatever, my my, my suit comes in because I'm renting my suit. Uh, you know, basically, that week I have to have all hands on deck for my daughter. Um, I, I entertained it for maybe a day. And uh, I kind of realized that it would be kind of selfish of me to do that. And, um, you know, I'll be there next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as I hope to as well, as I'm sure uh, many others on the panel, uh, it'd be great to uh, get together and have a good time, you know, and uh, return to normal things, right? Uh, Normality, to say the least. Uh, You know, have a great big party, party with all the hardcore uh, gaming fans, all the Xbox uh, faithful and so on. Yeah, just be a great time. Uh, Oh, man, I, I can't wait for that um but yeah everyone um yeah uh we'll move on to our next topic but uh, to everyone uh, tuning in thank you for being here and uh if you haven't done so already smash that like button and share out the show to let everybody else know that we are live currently uh okay let's move on over to some other things then shall we um earlier this week we had the warhammer skulls event It celebrated games across the Games Workshop brand spectrum of Warhammer Fantasy and 40K. Xbox was also a big partner during this event. Uh, And yeah, we got updates on Darktide as well as some new stuff. I mean, you know what? I'm a huge Warhammer guy. I, (laughs) and you know what? To this day, I'm uh, stirring up playing again. I, I played when I was a teen and so on and always followed over the years. Yeah, you could say I'm kind of a dork when it comes to Warhammer. I know my stuff, especially with 40K. Uh, but Centurion, why don't you lead us uh, on this topic? Uh, what did you think of the announcements? Did anything catch your eye at all? Oh, man. You know, well, for Charters Invader, I'm very honored and feel humbled that you would let me even lead off on this conversation, considering the pedigree that you actually have in the Warhammer uh, universe. 
you introduced <laughs> me to the Warhammer universe with uh, Vermintide. Well, a long time ago, I got exposed to Space Marine 2. I was able, I mean, not Space Marine 2, the original Space Marine. Um, and that's where on the Xbox 360, and I was able to play it for like an hour or two. I put it down. I don't realize what happened, but I never picked it back up again. But I really wish I would have actually finished playing it. It was a very unique game. Um, and when I decided doing, you told me about Vermintide 2, and we started playing that, and I had no idea that the two the two universes were somehow connected. And now to find out that they're making a Space Marine 2, I really hope they remaster the original uh, Space Marine, or at least they already have, and that they put it on the Xbox or even current-gen consoles. It's on PC right now. There's an Ultimate Edition. I would really love for that to be ported over on console. But when it came to the actual Skulls event, this is what I think is really cool. This is my first time I ever watched one of these events. And to actually see that that this is a very large franchise, we're talking books. Um, do they have cartoons and television shows, or is that all just gaming? Uh, I need to add they do have a, a bunch of that, actually, that launched into their, uh, I think it's Warhammer Plus service. So they do have like oh. a bunch of uh, like anime and cartoons and stuff like that and CGI. Dude, the only reason why I bring this all up is because I've been playing Elder Scrolls for years. Yes, there is a large Elder Scrolls community, and there is a, I like, I mean, like, there is a huge, like, world for Elder Scrolls. And you would not think that this, the world for Warhammer is just as big and just as thriving. I thought it was really cool to see, I guess, the Warhammer Museum or whatever they have with all those figurines and the lore masters and stuff like that. Um, it was a very unique uh, introduction to Warhammer for me. I'm more excited now about wanting to get into the franchise. Uh, I picked up uh, Necrom uh, Hired Gun. Um, and then there's also a couple games that have been given away over the years uh, through Games with Gold. Uh, I think Inquisitor and Chaos Bane. Uh, obviously, you got me in the Vermintide too. So I actually want to start digging into this Warhammer universe and start checking it out because it looks really cool from what the Skulls show at least showed me. Um, but one thing I want to point out when it came to the, uh, to the show structure is one thing I want to give them and applaud them for is the the i it, they don't have to save it for the lat at the very end of the show but they did but they at least let you know that they were switching over to an event that was for mobile games only and mm -hmm. at this point if you wanted to tune out go for it and at least it, it wasn't like it was just like forced into the entire event and like invading all the other stuff you were interested in it was like hey they even gave you a message this is going to be the mobile portion of the show so if you're done, then, you know, you're done. Don't you, you're not going to want to watch what's next. And that's what I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, to answer your question, Centurion there, as far as the lore goes with Warhammer, I mean, whether it be the fantasy aspect or uh, like 40,000 in particular, that's the one I, I was always more focused on one, like battle alone. That's like, you could go like you can make an anthology out of like the battles that they have because you're talking about like like everything is on a grand scale uh everything is dark and gritty and you're dealing with like battles that have like millions upon millions of people battling it out and aliens now, and so on it's crazy hey let's start something controversial right here on the show because we all know like how i do everybody get your clipping ready 
Um, would you say that Warhammer is older than Halo? Oh, it, mm, yeah. Yeah, it is. Isn't okay. It, isn't it in the so, 80s? I'm well, sure. what I thought was really cool was yeah. the description of the Space Marine when they started giving the description of the, the when he started giving the actual description of what a Space Marine really looks like in real life. And when they were talking about like you know, most people in the Warhammer universe and Warhammer 40,000 uh, go their entire lives without ever encountering a Space Marine because they're almost like the unicorn protectors of the galaxy. And when you hear that they stand almost two and a half meters tall and they weigh 500 pounds before they even put their armor on, it almost sounds like a Spartan. Well, as far as I know, I think it goes back uh, like Warhammer 40K to 1987, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, that makes sense. Kind of, uh, you know, around when like what Aliens 2 would have been released, something like that. So which was a big inspiration for Halo. So and that's what I thought was really cool was when you heard the description. I'm just really hoping with uh, at least Space Marine 2. Um, it was good to see, at least in the show, that the Warhammer developer is a very flexible developer. They are all over the place. I think they've got ADD worse than I do when it comes to just how many different games they're making and how many different genres of the of the Warhammer universe they're trying to introduce to everybody. Um, and that was just really cool. And I would really like to see this uh, whole developer really get some... Uh, stardom shown on them with what they're doing with space marine 2 because i mean it looks absolutely gorgeous in my opinion i know it's all cg but i mean like if they're doing that with cg i really can only look forward to what the actual game is going to look like oh it's going to look awesome i mean the first one uh the original space marine dealt with the orcs and yeah i mean it was a little dark at times but it, it had some decent lighting and uh you had a lot of enemies on screen at once as well so either way like you were you were always uh, busy focusing on the combat regardless space marine 2 is looking yeah it's definitely more of a looker because of the improved lighting and it looks like they're putting in more foliage and so on amongst the ruins and you're also dealing with uh, another horde like enemy called the tyranids they're nasty bugs like think of uh, anybody seen uh, starship troopers that, that those kinds of guys pretty the arachnids much. yeah i was um, thinking the zerg from starcraft myself yeah, them, them too yeah them too yeah yeah like combo um it is nice too to see all these develop like these smaller developers you're not realizing actually starting to implement uh motion capture animation like the digital fat mapping of the human face and the actors that are portraying them um and i really think that this is actually going to give them an edge when it comes to the games that they're going to develop in the future yeah and again they got games for like for different genres uh of course you mentioned uh dark tide which is uh like again a, a futuristic spin on vermintide which i'm really excited to uh give that a go when it launches um in i think it's september 13th something like yeah. that September, yeah. and it launches day one into game pass guys so there's no reason for you guys not to check it out it's a uh four-player co-op game uh it, it's it's probably gonna be lots of fun i can almost guarantee it and uh, i'm certainly gonna bug a lot of guys on the panel to play it so uh no excuses fellas um there's also there there's a couple of uh standouts for me too from this uh warhammer 40k uh, shoot as loot as in teeth it's based on the orcs as a side-scrolling action game 
it's very reminiscent of i don't know if you guys played guns gore and cannoli i think it's made by the same dev i mean it, it to me it seems like it anyways i have to look more into it but it just it, it has like a lot of comedy into it the orcs are kind of uh, uh they're kind of humorous they don't really take themselves too seriously let's just put it like that so uh, it's going to be a very even though it's an action oriented game there's going to be a lot of uh silly comedic things in there as well Space Marine 2, like we were saying, it looks like the devs are putting a lot of effort into it. I'm I'm pretty stoked for that title. Uh, hopefully, it looks like it's going to come out next year, but uh, I would love to see that on Game Pass Day 1, personally. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, too, but there's a lot of Warhammer games that have entered Game Pass, uh, from Vermintide, uh, Total War, Warhammer 3, I think, is on the uh, PC Game Pass. Uh, Dark Tide's going in there. Battle sector, I think. I think they just dumped a lot of the the Warhammer games in PC Game Pass. I mean, there was a Warhammer PC Game Pass advertisement during the Skulls show showing uh, some of the cl of classic games that they're dumping into PC Game Pass. So uh, that's why I said, man, you know, if you're canceling your um, Game Pass subscriptions. Um, you know, re regretfully, you're kind of missing out because there's a lot more there. Um, and as we could see here, just just right here uh, during the Skulls event, uh, Warhammer put in a lot of great games, a lot of gaming history that people are going to potentially miss out on unless they get that Game Pass subscription. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I know one thing that they have a very good relationship with Xbox, and I do believe Xbox actually was – uh, in the running to purchase them, I do think they got purchased by somebody though, uh, the 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 maker of um, Warhammer. Uh, forgot the name of Games the studio. Workshop. Games Workshop is the uh, <laughs> company that makes the tabletop. Yeah, that's and They license they license the IP to literally everyone and their mother who will uh, make a game right. for it. That's why you have yeah. ranges of like this game is excellent, like on the Vermintide <laughs> side. To the game is not as good. I can't mm. think of one of them off the top of my head, but there are a lot, there's quite a few that are like, nah. Um, oh, they've been shit yeah, back in the day, believe me. <laughs> yeah, like, um, but I, I think Games Workshop is still independently owned. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, I, I forgot the name of it. I think it's uh, maybe the one that made. Uh, trying to think, of, I'm thinking of. Um, Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Fat Shark, the maker of Vermintide and yeah. Darktide. Uh, didn't Tencent yeah. get a portion of them? Yes, yes. Xbox was looking to buy them at one point. Well, they were in, in uh, serious talk, so I heard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, overall, um, Warhammer, it's, it's just another advantage of Game Pass to think, uh, you know, the stupidity... Mm -hmm. Last week, uh, I don't know if you guys had it on the show about Game Pass and how people were saying, "Oh, I'm almost I'm canceling because the uh, uh, Starfield is is not as delayed, you know, and all that clout bullshit that went on, you know." Uh, but you know what you get with Game Pass is more than just the games too. You get like, well, it is all about the games, but you get subscriptions to EA Access uh, and uh, yeah. those games. You get the discounts. You get uh, PC gaming, Xbox. You get both of them intertwined. So you get two platforms. You get the cloud uh, free of charge. 
Uh, you know, there's so many things that go along with it. It's definitely a great deal. I thought that was pretty much overblown, but um, yeah, overall, uh, it's good that uh, Xbox has the these. You know, uh, we all have PCs, and some of them, for the most part, I don't know how many gaming rigs people have. I have one, but it's nice that I can play that game when it comes out on PC uh, on Game Pass. Yeah. No, I mean, like, and you hit the nail on the head there, Tim. Like, again, Game Pass gives you the option to, uh, again, like, test out uh, these titles. Um, I would recommend them personally, especially, uh, you know, Crusader was right when he said, you know, uh, basically Games Workshop has licensed them out to anybody and anybody. But at the same time, in recent years, they've been doing a lot of... uh, They've been pulling up, putting out some decent uh, titles from uh, Space Marine. Uh, the gameplay I have up actually right now is for Necromunda Hired Gun. Would I say it's the greatest game out there? No, but uh, I tell you, if you're looking for like a, a Doom Eternal clone, I would say it's up there. The gameplay is pretty good. So Half off right now, too, on Xbox. Yeah, that's correct. They have a sale up right now for a bunch of Warhammer games. But uh, honestly, like, there's a, so much good from uh, this Warhammer uh, showcase that I saw, including uh, Bolt Gun, this uh, retro first-person shooter game, similar, like, it's kind of akin to Doom. I just I just thought it looked great. I've been really on, like, over the past few years, I've been really into these retro shooters, uh, like Ion Fury and so on, and it's just really up my alley. So I, I'm glad that they're experimenting with the IP and uh, giving it to uh, different talented devs because we're seeing a lot of good uh, being done with this IP. I'm really happy to see it. Um, uh, Eric, I'm just out of curiosity. Uh, what do you think of this? Are you interested in any of these titles, uh, these Warhammer titles, or is it just, uh, you know, you're concentrated on other things? Um, yeah, it was definitely, because I was definitely, um, I always wanted to get to it, get into it as a kid, because uh, we had one of those workshops by where I lived um, in the Warhammer mm-hmm. um, aesthetic. Always looked cool to me in the mid 90s. Um, but since they were expensive back then and all those models, I never got into it uh, yeah. much other than like looking at magazines of like, oh, these look really cool. Um, but I, I did, I was hyped when they showed the uh, the trailer for the Warm Hammer, I think Dark Tide that was coming. Um, so I kind of piqued my interest with that kind of aesthetic. Um, so I'm definitely hopeful. When did, was there any recent update of like when the uh, release date was? i think it's i think it's this this september yeah for dark september okay because yeah i think that one's gotten delayed maybe a few times um but yeah i'm definitely hyped you know to see how that turns out so it would definitely be my first warhammer uh game um the some of the uh vermintide games look pretty good i saw uh, acg uh going through i think it was acg (laughs) going through a playthrough uh, of them so might check those out uh, uh, one day shock. but the uh, dark guide shock me and uh scent gotta get you going on the vermintide man it's oh. uh, it's, a, it's a fun <laughs> ride it's it's fun certainly oh yeah yeah um but yeah this dark tide is definitely more mally as far as like the that whole aesthetic looked really cool so mm-hmm. but yeah is that uh did they mention i can't remember because it's been so long is that would that be uh game pass yeah game day pass one? day yeah. one yeah. cool sweet mm-hmm Oh, we have some 
you know, if that drops Game Pass day one, they'll be uh, because is the, they say that one was a uh, uh, timed exclusive. Exclusive. Um, we don't. Yes, actually, it, it is a game. It is exclusive, actually. Yeah, as for yeah, the we, time being. Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't know if it's timed or not. That's uh, one of the few of the like recent ones that didn't show mm -hmm. up in the um Apple versus Epic case. Oh, okay. So oh. we don't know whether it's listed as timed or full. Oh, okay. But yeah, that that'll be a nice one, especially if you can get, you know, a death loop right around that time of the year and hopefully they have something up their sleeve um uh, at this show <laughs> next if, Sunday. So if it plays even half as well as Vermintide, like honestly they should lock it down as a full exclusive. Honest to God, like because Vermintide the gameplay is just so on point. Mm -hmm. It's just a game, Vermintide. What was that, Tim? I felt I loved Vermintide, but it's not for the novice player. It's it's very hard. I felt like when you get when you after you get past the first couple of you know waves and you get really involved. It's it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's you got to play with smart teammates and you got to play smart. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, MLD, but I mean, are you interested in any, uh, like is Dark Tide up your alley, you think, or, uh, any, uh, any of the, these other titles a little more your thing? Uh, actually just, I think Space Marine 2 looks great. Dark Tide looks great. I, I'm familiar with Warhammer, like, like almost my whole life, but I never really got into it. I always assumed it was like really hardcore, really deep. Cause I know they have a tabletop, uh, scene going on for the longest yeah. time. I've always been interested in the in the future aspect because you know, like uh, back in the day, I played a lot of StarCraft. Obviously, Halo is one of my favorite IPs. I love, the, yeah, I love that whole thing going on. Not not so much the fantasy variants of it, but more like I'm more interested in like the Space Marine. Like you know, they got this like like cruc holy crusader kind of vibe with these Space Marines kind of thing. The strategy games look good, but I don't play as much real time strategy as I used to. But I, Space Marine Two, I've seen the trailers. Wow, the latest one anyway, like I think what really is drawing me in right now and really makes me want to get into this franchise for like the first time, like to really get into it, is that these developers for Space Marine 2, they're really paying attention to the lore. Like they are very, like very specific. They're going to, to by the books, well, what the fans want. Like I, they're being very lore accurate with, with these games. And that to me is like a breath of fresh air that I just feel compelled to want to support because there's, I think we can all think of examples, far too many uh, beloved IPs. Some of them, maybe they uh, developers say, oh, we want to reach a broader audience or we want to make uh, things more wide reaching. So maybe things like the lore are disregarded. Like, uh, you know, I mean, hey, look at the Halo TV show. Some compromises were made to reach a broader audience, much to the polarizing dismay of the actual Halo core fans. So seeing someone actually, a developer actually making a game, not concerned about that broad, broader audience and focusing on the core fans and, you know, hoping that it works, it works itself out from there. Once you do the core fans first, everything else will fall into place. That's really striking a chord with me. I think I'm going to get into 40k right now. So Space Marine 2 looks good. Gameplay looks solid. Uh, even Dark Tide. I mean, I saw the trailer for that. That looks pretty amazing too. Like, it really seems like a vast, vast universe to, to look, at, look into. And yeah, I mean, you guys seem to be a lot more knowledgeable, especially you, uh, Invader. But uh, 
yeah, I think I'll be asking you for some questions down the line. I think I'm going to finally jump jump into this. It seems Xbox is really taking a shine to this uh, IP. Like I think like some Warhammer games went on PC Game Pass lately, mm-hmm. and of course they got the Dark Tide. Uh, you know whether or not it's exclusive. I mean, clearly Xbox is putting their bets on on uh, Warhammer to a degree. And um, yeah, I think I'll I think I'll take a look at this. I'm really excited for Dark Tide first and Space Marine two after. Now, do you have a 360 still kicking around? Yes, I do. I would highly suggest uh, grabbing a Space Marine uh, on the 360 if uh, if you ever see it like on sale or something because it, it's totally worth playing. Um, it's not like it's a third person shooter. It's not like Gears of War because they don't really use cover, but the gameplay is really solid. So and the story is interesting. So. Okay. You think it's uh, aged, uh, the gameplay? A- aged well? Yeah, it's aged pretty well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And believe me, the uh, close combat is very visceral. <laughs> There's blood everywhere. It's like Gears in that way. <laughs> All so, right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, it's good. You, you can get it digitally right now on 360. Okay, but it's not yeah. backwards compatible. It's not. No. Ah, ah what are you going to do? That's okay. Yeah, truth, truth. Well, I mean, in any... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, in any case, guys, I mean, uh, the Warhammer IPs, uh, like, honestly, it's very viable, and you can do all kinds of things with it. That's why I'm excited uh, when I saw this uh, showcase, and the games look good, and they're across a broad range of spectrums that I think a lot of people would be very happy with, and uh, what's coming to console is looking really sweet. I can't wait until September for, uh, for Dark Tide. And hey, if anybody wants to play when it comes out, I you know send me an invite. I'll be more than happy to, believe me. And uh, for those of you uh, wondering, I'm a Tau player, by the way, for 40k. So yes, I'm a dirty Tau player. I, I like my uh, my big guns, say the least. You know, it, it's uh, it's fun having all that firepower. <laughs> for any of those uh, who understand what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, guys. Um, enough of the Warhammer chat, though. As much as I I could dig into it for hours, but. Um, I think now uh, it's time for the real fun stuff, and let's talk about our predictions for the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase next Sunday. Yes, it's only a week away now. Uh, you know, hard to believe after waiting for so long. But uh, so far, Xbox has been pretty tight-lipped as far as leaks go. However, it looks like some things were uh, starting to pop up today. Now, I know that everyone here wants to chime in on this. We all have our thoughts, our own predictions. But, uh, Timmy, I'll uh, start off with you on this one here. Um, with less than a week away, what do you think uh, Xbox will show off? The, a lot of gameplay. So, uh, something that we've been asking for, and uh, I think you're going to finally get it. Uh, I think that they're going to open the show. I, I, I'm kind of versed to this because I did a show earlier, a prediction show. So I'm going to basically reiterate what I said there. Uh, I think they're going to open with Starfield. They're going to show gameplay. I think that then from there, they're going to show Forza. They're going to date it this year. They're going to show gameplay. They're going to talk about it. Then I think that they might show Forza Horizon expansion. Um, Gameplay, obviously. We've seen the game already. uh, Then you will see Redfall. Um, I think they're going to transition to Redfall, have gameplay. Then I think that they're going to start to talk about Game Pass. 
and you're going to have Final Fantasy VII uh, day one on Game Pass. I agree with Rand's prediction on there. Um, it's going to come to the platform. They're also going to say that they're going to have Persona 5 come to the platform. Then they're also going to say that they have uh, GoldenEye, uh, the game GoldenEye, the Nintendo game, mm -hmm. the achievement leaked. That's coming, coming to Game Pass. Uh, so for the most part, uh, you're going to have all of that. Uh, and then I do believe that they'll show gameplay for Avowed. And I think they're going to close the show on Avowed. Uh, there's just several ways of going around that they could close the show on Starfield. Um, and uh, maybe a sprinkle of a surprise there. I think they're going to have a really good show. Uh, I, I think that they're still uh, modifying it, um, adding the, uh, the final touches as we speak. Uh, they still haven't talked about uh, locking down a time. Aaron Greenberg tweeted that today. That just basically goes to show you that uh, they're still looking into things. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of Game Pass stuff. Uh, we will be happy. Maybe get a um, you know a, a Game Pass Day One announcement for uh, other than Final Fantasy VII, maybe a, a third party. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we're going. I think you're going to look forward to it. And I think we're going to have a lot of questions answered. Uh, I don't think we'll get dates for. Uh, Redfall and Starfield, but it's possible we might. Um, uh, you probably see Contraband, or you might see something to mention to it. You might also see the IO Interactive game that, that's been teased. Uh, you'll see Josh Sawyer, Sawyer's game for sure from Obsidian. Uh, will Obsidian show? Um, I think they're going to show Avowed. Uh, Outer Worlds 2, I think, will be another day. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're going to have a really strong showing, um, a couple of things that you probably won't see, Fable, Indiana Jones, uh, State of Decay 3, um, what about, uh, I don't know, have you heard anything about Ark, by chance, Ark 2? To be there. Ark, yeah, I think Ark will be there. Uh, Heritage Year exclusive, um, they're going to talk a lot about indies. Uh, this game, uh, uh, Dusk game, is supposedly really good. Somerset, uh, they have that game uh, that's coming day one. Uh, I forgot the I forgot the name of it. Um, but yeah, they're going to have a strong indie showcase. From what I've been told, that they want to have the same pace that they had last year. They don't want these. Um, these things that interrupt the show. Like you guys always remember the Usher show when Usher came on yeah. or when they had these like weird uh stoppages or you know, they talked about uh, uh one year they talked about like uh they just they just had these these things that just kinda, you know, hurt the flow of the, the uh the show. I, I really believe, you know, talking to people from Xbox and just putting my ear to the ground. I, I really believe that they've become enlightened or they've learned a lot from Bethesda. Uh, you guys remember, Bethesda always ran a really good show and they always delivered on their shows. So now this is now in Xbox's camp. I really think that the people at Xbox have learned a lot from Peter Hines and their people. 
Um, and part of that is to keep a real steady flow of good stuff. No, no, none of these breaks that that, that hurt the, you know, the flow of the, the show um, or and or stuff that's irrelevant. Uh, you know, um, I think you'll see. They'll talk about Deathloop and possibly Deathloop being uh, a test bed for FSR. Uh, that's that technology that uh, basically uses super resolution. You can use the resolution and it gives you much better results than what you're displaying. So say you're running a, a 1192 resolution, just to say internally. With FSR, it looks as good as 4K, if not better in some cases. It's some really awesome technology. So I think Deathloop uh, might showcase that. Uh, and obviously, you'll get a game pass date. Um, I think we're going to have a real solid day. I think people are going to come out of the show very happy. Obviously, you have people with their complaints. That's never going to go away. Um, but I think the real, real, real thing about the show is Starfield. Um, if they can pull off what they did with Fallout 4, and the way they showed out Fallout 4, I can remember being in the hotel in L.A. watching with uh, Will Tuttle and a couple of other people from Xbox. Uh, we watched the Bethesda showcase, and everyone was like, oh, my God, when Fallout 4 hit. Uh, and they showed it, and you saw him out in the field. I think that they're going to have one of those moments. Uh, very confident going into the show. I don't see how they can really screw this up. Uh, this is not the days of four studios. They now have 23 studios uh, with acquisition of Activision, if that gets approved, 34 studios, 50 projects supposedly uh, in process or in development. Um, you know, there's going to be some... The biggest thing for me to, to make it a really good show is to have that surprise. And then people will say, well, what's the surprise? I can't tell you what a surprise is, but you and I both know that if they do that, that surprise that where everyone's like, comes out of left field like, oh man, they, they did it. Um, that's a, a real indicator of a good show. Also a shadow drop um, and the shadow drop uh, predicting is Final Fantasy VII possibly coming out that day. Uh, that uh, is always a big thing. And they're hard to pull off. Those two things are hard to pull off. So that's from it going from a good show to, uh, you know, a really good show and, and a superb showing is if they can get to that surprise and they can get a shadow drop. So uh, basically, that's my roundup. Um, I don't think that we're gonna. I don't think that we're gonna come back here next Sunday, um, and and be upset. I think we're gonna be very positive. And uh, you know, uh, you know, who knows? They could still add some stuff this week. I know, uh, you know, they take the stuff very seriously now, and they take the they've taken our our uh, feedback very seriously. Last feedback was what we all wanted gameplay. Um, and finally, um, I'm hoping to see some stuff from Halo. Uh, I'm hoping to see some maybe an update. Maybe they give us an update on ray tracing. Um, and or Forge coming. I think that would be two huge things. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, this is going to be good. We have all the right to be excited. Can't wait to hear the rest of the panel's predictions.
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right on the Halo thing. I think there will be something showing off. I'm just not sure what it could be. Uh, maybe certain affinities, uh, Project uh, Tatanka, you know, the uh, the BR mode, supposedly, that's in the works. Uh, there's been all kinds of leaks recently about it uh, resurfacing. Uh, or just, yeah, Forge and uh, a whole bunch of uh, content coming up. Because I, I do think that... Uh, uh, they need to do something about that. Just kind of uh, do almost like a like a showcase in itself for uh, Halo, and uh, even uh, you know they. I know that they trademarked uh, the Endless. I get you know the uh, story expansion. You know uh, months ago, maybe we could see something related to that. Um, of course, again, I would just love to see some more Halo stuff overall. But I think you're right on the, the Forge aspect of it. Uh, I will hit up uh, General MLD, buddy. I mean, I know you got a lot of stuff that you want to see there. But, you know, what do you think will appear in this, what, uh, two-hour show? Something like that? Oh, yeah. The fact that they still haven't locked down an exact runtime is very, very good news for me. I, I, I'm sure a lot of fans... I feel like 90 minutes just might be a little too short for what they want to show uh, this time around. Like, uh, of course, people want to, want to see Starfield, and I don't think a two-minute trailer would cut it. You got to do a little more than that. I think we'll be impressed with what we see. And then, of course, you got Redfall. going to see finally something like that, a little more fleshed out, a little further along in development. I think we'll see Forza Motorsport 8. It's been five years. It's time to you know take pull back the curtain, see what Turn Ten's been up to. They really seem to overhaul the engine and really double down on new like on really more sim aspects, make it more uh, precise. Uh, let's see, Compulsion. They've been silent for way too long. I think they'll finally show their new IP. I think we'll get some uh, some usual stuff like the uh, like the for lack of a better word like not as exciting things like Forza Horizon Five DLC, you know, like th things like that that we kind of expect. Uh, World's Edge, Age of Empires 4 console, maybe that was kind of rumored, but also Rise of Nations yes. because we saw that on on the uh, on the Xbox um, store. Well, it keeps they, popping they, up. I know, right? They're pretty. They've released a, one game every year since 2018. They remade Age of Empires one, two, three, and four for the last four years. So they're pretty low key consistent with game releases. I think they'll surprise us again this year. Ooh, uh, Grounded, yes. That game's been in early access for a while. They keep releasing all these content updates. I feel like it's going to be complete this year. We could finally, like, count it as a fully released game this year. It really depends if they're going to shadow drop it. Will they announce it later in the summer? I think that game will finally be finished. I think we'll see a gameplay se uh, sequences for Avowed. That is low-key. I, th I think that game has the most potential. Not enough people are talking about it. It's like, what, next generation Skyrim made by Obsidian. Like, yes, please, sign me up. Like, the fact that there's no gameplay yet, a lot, again, people are asleep on it, but once they show that, the fact that it'll make the wait for Elder Scrolls Six so much easier if this game is everything we hope it to be. With Obsidian, like, really unleashed with, like, a proper Xbox, Microsoft budget to really do what they want to do. So that, oh, Hellblade 2 gameplay... I, I'm, I'm hoping for that, but I'm not, I'm not convinced we'll see that, but I'm hoping Hellblade 2 also shows gameplay. Then there's the Gears Collection, Marcus Phoenix Collection. I hope they do the same thing like the MCC, but of course, launch it, with, launch it properly, make it smooth. That should be nice. Now, on the wild cards, this could be anybody's thing. I mean, Final Fantasy VII was mentioned. 
Um, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm interested by those final fall three new, new Vegas remasters. That should be very, very, very nice. Especially if that's on game pass, should be a nice little boost there. Something to play there. Uh, Halo infinite. I think I'm hoping they'll give us a sneak peek at forge. Like if that is as ambitious as, as the leaks are suggesting, I think that would cause a lot of hype and you know a lot of resurgence and interest for Halo Infinite uh, later in the year. Um, I in software, there's rumors of them uh, maybe bringing back Quake or even making something new with Doom. Who knows? But I think id Software is due for a reveal. Probably not gameplay. Maybe a CG trailer. But again, that's fine. As long as there's enough gameplay to go around, I think they can get away with a few CG trailers of games that are like years away. I I mean, in my opinion. If it's coming out sooner, show gameplay. If it's recently announced and years away, I think you can get away with CG trailers. As long as you have a nice mixture of both. Uh, GoldenEye, those, those achievements, they're popping up again. I'm hoping that Shadow Drop should be a nice little surprise, some fan service there. Machine Games, there's that will they or won't they, like making Wolfenstein 3. No one seems to know if they're making it, if it's, if it's even a thing or not. I'm hoping that will give us some clarification if they're doing that. Or if they're putting all their eggs in the uh, Indiana Jones basket, so, so to speak. Zenimax Online, they've been quiet way too long. Sure, they're making Elder Scrolls Online content, but it's a very old game at this point. I think they're due for like something new, and we know they're working on something. So I'm hoping that they show something there. There's talks of a Banjo Kazooie remake. You no, know, test the waters, see how see how the fans, uh, you know, gamers of today, uh, see the see the IP. Hopefully, if it does well, we can have a proper sequel. So, I mean, who knows? Xbox Publishing, they're a giant wildcard. Serenity, IOI Interactive with that fantasy title. There is so many things that... And I'm sure there's a lot of things I haven't even mentioned yet. Like, 90 minutes is a criminally low time to do all of this stuff. I think they know that. And the good thing about Xbox executives is that they know how to read the room. They... They pay attention to the social media feeds. They see the Twitter conversations. They know that we're a little bit bummed out with Starfield and Redfall being delayed. They know that the, the hype is like a little bit down right now. They know they need to really hit back hard this year. They've been acquiring studios since 2018. They went from five to 30 developers now, assuming Activision Blizzard goes through in the span of four years. So the last four years, they've been building up to this moment. Like it's finally time to see the fruits of the labor even if they're like not out yet, they're close. I feel like, and it's time that they actually show, sh yeah, show and tell essentially. And I think they know that, and I think we're gonna be blown away. Mm -hmm. Damn, uh, you uh, went nonstop there, listing off things. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah. take a breath, man. Settle down. Settle down. Yeah, uh, drink. No, love the passion though. I mean, that's a lot of games, and a lot of the stuff you listed was uh, first party, no less, right? So. I can only imagine what the third-party titles could be. Or, oh, yeah, I'm uh, sure we'll get a couple world premieres here and there. Like, that's to be expected, too, but obviously we're all Xbox fans here. We, 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 can't, we come for the first party, first and foremost, so that, that, that's my wish list. I, I think they'll deliver overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, you listed... I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth with some of these uh, games that you mentioned off. Um I would love there to be a Banjo-Kazooie, like, 1 and 2 remake. Uh, I know that there's been some talk of Double Fine possibly doing it. I don't know if they would get them specifically, but 
Damn, I, I would just love to see, again, something Banjo-Kazooie making his way to Xbox, considering Nintendo has gotten some Xbox, some uh, Banjo-Kazooie stuff over the past couple of years. I think it's time to give the Xbox guys something, you know, since uh, you guys have the IP. Uh, let's see here. Crusader, but I will hit you up next uh, for your uh, Xbox Bethesda show predictions. I know you have the giant threads going. It's open. <laughs> right? It is currently open right here. Um, all right, so I'm going to try and not tread over stuff that other people have said too much. Um, I am going to start with 343, though. Jez and Rand have stated they don't think Halo is going to be there at all. They don't think 343 is going to be there at all. I think that they are going to reveal um, Project Tatanka, and I think we might even get an open beta for it. Um, I think it would tie in perfectly to this whole season of the... Um, what do they call it? The season of Lone Wolves? That's the season we're in right yeah, now, right? Yeah, Lone Wolves, yeah. Right. So if you're going to have a Warzone 2.0 that's also like a Battle Royale kind of thing, it would be the perfect time to kind of launch like an a little open beta for it. And they can show that off for a few minutes and then transition that into a Forge since it's supposed to tie like in with Forge really well. And they can demo Forge to the fans for the first time. And then I think it'll end with a teaser for like like... I, I want to say like a, a cinematic. I don't want to say CG. I want to say cinematic trailer that kind of teases the uh, Halo the like the mm -hmm. the endless. Yes. That was trademarked because I've been of the opinion that Halo Infinite's going to be like a Halo MCC from the ground up. So instead of it being a bunch of old games that they've put together, it's essentially going to be campaigns that are stapled onto each other with like shared assets and they all share assets with multiplayer and stuff like that. So by the end of its life cycle, it will resemble MCC, but it is basically MCC being built. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Does that yeah. concept make sense? Um, so I, I think we get a teaser for whatever the endless is at the very least. We get a teaser for that. Um, uh, let's see the coalition. We said of the the gears collection. I don't know if that's being made by the coalition or not. Um, uh, I think that now I, I do want to ask Tim a question. Tim, when you're saying they're going to end on Starfield, do you think Starfield's then they're they're one more thing, or do you think it'll be the last major thing shown before the oh wait one more thing? Um, that's a good question. To be honest, I think they're going to open on it. I think they're going to show um, what they did. They opened on it last time. I think they're going to open on it mm -hmm. this time. So if you had to ask me, I'm going to say they open it. But the end all thing, um, that points to me. Um, that could be a, 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 you know, that could be anything, to be honest. Um, but I, I, I do the opinion that that's going to be either compulsion in exile Right. Um, or the third one. Oh, oh, the third one being uh, the 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 Roundhouse Roundhouse Studios, the studios that we know like nothing about their games publicly. Well, it's gonna be something right. we don't know about, right? Yeah, yeah. I hope so. That's that's the surprise element that I talked um, about. Um, I would like to at least have one of them. I do think that whatever that one more thing is is gonna be CG. Um, because I think that the one more thing is going to be a game that's further off. And I think that's fine. Um, Agreed. Um, I, I would like it if they would do it in that CG style. Who remembers the Skyrim trailer where it is the CG word wall that's all animated, but then it goes back and forth between like a little bit of like gameplay without the HUD. And it, it's obviously like, it was that really famous Skyrim trailer. Do you guys remember it? 
when it was first, uh, it was like the February trailer. Can't remember to be honest. Um, uh, I'll see if I can find it. I'll put it on my Twitter for anyone who who follows me. Um, it, it's one of the best trailers ever made. It, it it's it's perfect for a early announcement of a game trailer. Though granted, it was like only like a year before the game was being launched. Uh, where it's both CG and a tiny bit of gameplay that gives you a glimpse of what the game is actually going to look like, but they didn't have to have a full vertical slice for it. Um, so I think they're going to end on either the Project Midnight, Project Cobalt, or whatever the heck. I have no idea what Roundhouse is making. It's like the one studio that I... There have been like six different, completely different rumors. Now, um, now, just to interject, I mean, you talked about uh, the possibility of, like, again, the uh, this rumored Marcus Phoenix collection. Do you think you know that those are like remaster, remake, whatever? Do you? Th I've heard a lot being spoken about a, a Fallout New Vegas remaster, something along those lines. Do you think we could possibly see that? So, if the rumor was that In Exile is doing them, no. If it's something that Bethesda had in the works prior to the acquisition, then maybe. Um, that would be really cool, and I'd be really happy for it. Um, it just depends on which rumors you believe. If you believe mm -hmm. that In Exile is working on them, then absolutely do not expect to see them. Um, it's too early. It's, it's, it's way too early. Um, let's see. Uh, I think Sea of Thieves will be there. I think that's almost a guarantee. It's Mike. It's Microsoft's like biggest breakout single IP, um, like a new IP in years. Like Halo, of course, Forza and Gears are all bigger, but like Sea of Thieves is their like in like almost two generations their like biggest new IP on the market, and it's doing so well as a live service. So I, I genuinely believe an update for Sea of Thieves will be there. I mean, last year's Sea of Thieves update was wild. The the Pirate's Life one? That that came out of left field. Um, so I, I do think Sea of Thieves will be there. Um, I don't think State of Decay will be there. Um... I think there's a good chance that the Shadowrun project that Jeff Grubb had talked about on Grub Snacks is there. Mm. Uh, it's believed to be codenamed Project Vonica. No idea who's making it. Um, well, that would coincide nicely with the Game Pass with, editions, yes. right? Yes, it would. Because then they can show, like, get caught up now with the three games coming to Game Pass on, what, like June 16th, I think, or something like that? Very soon, yeah. Yeah. Um I actually don't think Goldeneye will be at this show. I think it's going to be at Keeley show because I think it's going to have I I think that because there's that's a marketing or a like licensing nightmare between MGM, Microsoft and uh um Nintendo for like the who like ownership of parts of the IP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and we know from the achievements that the Donkey Kong mode is still in it. And it's not the Xbox Live Arcade version that never released that actually had that renamed to Monkey Mode. Um, so I think that's actually shown on neutral ground and announced for Xbox and Switch. Um, I think it's I think that's announced at Keeley Show. Um, that's just that's my opinion on it though. Could it be at the Xbox Show? Absolutely. If it's not at Keeley Show, guarantee you it's at um, uh, the Xbox Show. Um, 
I'm torn on whether As Dusk Falls will be at the Xbox show or not because it's going to be at um the Tribeca Games Festival that's like the right. Tribeca Film Festival and they're showing off like a huge in-depth thing on it and that's like really soon. That's it's before the Xbox showcase. So I don't know if they'll waste the time covering it again other than like hey this is coming to Game Pass this year and like a a brief like 20 second coverage. Um I I don't know if they will want to use because even if they're at a two-hour showcase i think they're going to be tight right so i, I don't know how much I, I, maybe name dropped same thing goes with um uh plague tale requiem which we know is coming this year and it's going to be a day one game it's getting like a playable demo at uh um the tribeca film festival so like I, again i don't know whether or not like how xbox is going to handle that showing it again um Project Belfry by Stoic, the um, side-scroller beat-em-up that kind of resembles a Castle Crashers game with a Princess Mononoke art style. Mm -hmm. That is, I think, guaranteed to be there. Um, I think Project Indus by Oxide Interactive, which is supposed to be a 4K strategy game, I think that shows up. Uh, Project Shaolin, that's like the game that's supposed to have like the Wu-Tang Clan yeah. uh, making the music. Um I think that shows up more likely than not, but I, I don't know. Um, the Monster Hunter game by Certain Affinity, I think that started development in 2019. Um, I think that has a good chance of showing up. Uh, I think Project Dragon gets teased, the IO Interactive game. I don't think we get... If we get a trailer, it'll be a, like, mostly CG, maybe with little bit of light gameplay in it. Um, it would be wild if we got the Jeff Grubb Kojima game. Uh, but again, I think that like, cause Keeley's such good friends with, um, uh, Kojima. It would be hilarious if Kojima just came out on stage during Keeley's show and was like, "Yeah, so I'm making Death Stranding two for PlayStation, and I'm making a cloud game with Xbox." Like, I, I think that would be hilarious for Keeley's show. It would be, um, but I also think that, I mean, it would just bring so much more attention if Kojima was just on the Xbox stage itself. Um, well, imagine, like, he announces it on the, at Keeley's show, and it's like, tune in on the 12th, and I'll show you what it is. Ooh, maybe. That could be you a know what I mean? yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, because Xbox is, they are partners with uh, the Summer Game Fest, so, like, they more or less know what Keeley's doing, and Keeley more or less knows what they're doing. Um, so that would be interesting to see. Um, looking through Machine Games Indiana Jones is a tough one because they said it, what Indiana Jones was announced in 2020 and they said it was in really early development. Mm, yeah, I think, right? Um, yeah, all right, so I, I don't think we like seeing Indiana Jones would be. It wouldn't be impossible because Machine Games has an insanely fast um, development time. I mean, they they were putting out the Wolfenstein games like every other year. Well, have we heard anything during... about a Wolfenstein three at all? So there's people who say that um, Pete Hines confirmed Wolfenstein three was in development, and all he said was we hadn't seen the last of Wolfenstein. So that doesn't mean that Wolfenstein's the next thing, but also they haven't done anything since young blood and young blood was not even totally t like holistically developed by them right it was uh them and arcane austin i believe 
So is that 2019? I think so. So that's still a large amount of time in between um their last game and now. Um so could we see I mean a Wolfenstein 3 reveal would be kind of crazy. Um especially if it's coming out soon, you know? Like that could be like a hey, this is actually coming out this year kind of thing. I wouldn't put it past them, but I also wouldn't get my hopes up, you know what I mean? Mhm. Um uh Ark will definitely be there. Survival evolved. Um I'm just trying what are what are some uh, third-party games coming out this year. Uh, well, again, do you think for for example, uh, Dark Tide? They had a CGI trailer at their thing, but they, they didn't have any gameplay. I don't think. Do you think that it there's would a be nice to get gameplay? Yeah, yeah. Um, that and, and that could explain why they only had CG at the uh, um, at the the Warhammer thing because that was kind of disappointing. I wanted more gameplay of uh of dark tide because i'm i have friends who love warhammer and i was totally gonna i'm totally mm -hmm. gonna download and play play dark tide with them so well they do again it is exclusive right so i could see yeah. them holding some gameplay for the xbox thing yeah that that would be good um i think diablo 4 shows up i don't know whether or not they'll say it's coming to game pass day one or not yet um because they could always form a deal that's tan like tandem on the uh the the acquisition or not where like the game will come the game pass and you'll get paid on this date and like unless the the acquisition goes through then there's like then the the deal is essentially fi finished so like we we could see like a Diablo 4 game pass announcement cuz that should be like the next Blizzard game coming out and Diablo 2 was at the showcase last year mhm mm that's um great. Uh, part of me wonders if they aren't kind of leveraging um, the knowledge that they're going to be acquiring Activision Blizzard and trying to form a, um, a like a temporary deal to get stuff into Game Pass faster. I'm not expecting it, but like it would be kind of cool if they did. Well, Activision's the Activision Blizzard thing is kind of a wild card right now because it's like, hmm, what could they, you know? They can't. They can't put the things into Game Pass straight up. They don't have creative control. So if they wanted to put them into Game Pass, they would have to sign a deal with Activision Blizzard that essentially says they'll pay them if the deal doesn't go through to put them in. Like, they, they, they theoretically could do that. Because, um, like, with... with Bethesda, we didn't see anything go in except for Doom Eternal and Skyrim, uh, which were put in very close to when the the deal was announced. Because most more likely than not, those were games that were already coming to Game Pass, and they just th those were already existing deals. So, I don't know. I'd like to see the Call of Duty back catalog come. I think that would be a really cool, a really good announcement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be too soon, though. I do, um, I do as well. Um, they just keep popping up on. You know, we were talking about the that RTS that keeps popping up on. Um, Nations. Yeah, the the Call of Duty games keep popping up flagged as discounted with Game Pass. 
Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know in, in groups of them, which is abnormal. Like, occasionally you'll get one game that your Xbox will just bug out and say that, like, it's discounted with Game Pass. But, like, groups of them came out and said they were discounted with Game Pass. It's happened once or twice. So, it's possible. I don't want to get my hopes up in the slightest about it, but that would be a cool announcement, you know? Whenever that happens, that's going to be a very awesome announcement, and I'm going to be all here for it. There's like eight of them I want to play the campaigns of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I just you know um, that's just it's just an interesting thing to bring up the whole Blizzard Activision thing. I think it's too yeah. soon as well, but you never know. They could have had like a deal for an announcement because uh, I know everybody's kind of curious if there's going to be like a new Crash game announced, the uh, the Wumpa League or Crash uh, Bash. Yeah, uh, Jez accidentally leaked that yesterday. The four-player crash game. Um, well, I mean, really to be fair, I mean, he didn't really... I mean, I kind of knew about it already because there was already some, like, leaks and hints about it before. But, I mean, it does give it more, uh, uh, you know, make it more of a reality for sure. So Yeah, and then uh, one last thing and then I'll be done. Um, uh, controllers, there's definitely going to be something with controllers and... I think that Jason Ronald has something to announce with, um, like a a system feature. Um, I I think that maybe they announce like a a resolution boost kind of thing, because they can show that with gameplay, and they could be like, look at these games running better. And I think they can do like a thirty second reel of it. All right, all right, very cool. Um, no, those were some excellent, uh, thoughts and ideas there, Crusader. Definitely very thorough. I know you're, uh, got all kinds of, uh, threads on this stuff. Guys, follow yep. him for, uh, really in-depth, really, uh, high-quality discussions on, uh, leaks and rumors. He collects all kinds of information, really solid with that stuff. Uh, Centurion, pal, I, I want to head over to you and get your take, uh, obviously, you know, giant show coming up, two hours approximately, you know, give or take a few minutes. Um, honestly, what, what what do you expect to be there? Um, You know, forgive me, um, I don't want to sit and drag the audience through everything everyone's labeled off. I mean, let's face it, everything we've grown accustomed to Xbox to bring to the table uh, they always show up with at their digital events for me. I don't hold my expectations on some glorious pedestal. Um, I, ex you know, I get, ex I get excited for the games that I want to see there. Um, games like, um, you know, it's really tragic. I, I'd like to hear more about atomic heart. I put a lot of, I, I mean, I put a lot of effort into learning about that game. I would like to see that come to fruition rather than not. Um, obviously we want to see the gameplay from Starfield. Um, somebody mentioned what's next for, uh, Sea of Thieves, um, Halo. We all know what's going, here's the funny part. We actually know a lot about what is going to be there this year. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we could just pluck out of the air and be like, yes, this is probably more than likely going to be there or at an event at summer of game fest for me. It's those surprise moments of stuff that I couldn't think of that I enjoy the most, and that's what I get excited for. And I can't guess at them. Um, call me odd. Um, I love always having the conversations about the what-ifs and what can take place. I mean, like Phil Spencer could come out there right now with Jim Ryan and give the world's biggest group hug. I mean, like, there, 
it's just one of those things where I, I love surprises. Um, we should all just be excited for, you know, the advancement in gaming, um, especially um, especially with gaming at an all-time high. I want gaming to stay in a positive light, and gaming is a great thing, and I don't want to see the whole, the whole toxic thing of what's been going on in social media um, kind of just kind of ruin on the parade. Uh, let's get excited for the fact that for the next two, three months, we're going to start seeing uh, more game content than we've seen in a while. We'll be able to see what our favorite developers are working on, what our favorite publishers are deciding to put out for us next. And it's a great time to be a gamer, and I'm not going to sit here with the whole golden age of gaming thing. All I'm going to say is that we should just be happy that we're going to be able to have something. I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, I'm just looking forward to being able to uh, keep gaming and look what the industry has to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I think that's a really fantastic take that you have. Um, again, this is just you know predictions. I know I'm not part. over here like doing the whole Xbox hype train, but I that's why I'm everybody everybody's been doing a great job tonight talking about exactly what they want to see at the shows, what we could potentially see at the shows, and that's where I'm always like I love those what if moments. I mean. Keanu, one of the best moments that I could think of recently, Keanu Reeves. Nobody had any idea it was going to be total flop of a game. Keanu Reeves is still the best thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, truthfully, though, I, I just want like overall, I just want to see gameplay. Lots of actual gameplay. CGI trailers are nice, but gameplay, get some dates in there. Um, you know, show me Starfield gameplay. Show now, me Redfall gameplay. I mean, I'm not expecting the release dates as of yet, but again, just show me a whole bunch of gameplay for things that I'm going to be playing within the next six to eight now, months. When we hear dates, what do we mean by dates? If I can see, that's where, like, with all the delays that are taking place lately and the uncertain the uncertainties that are going on in the world, and um, that's where is it fair to want to like shoehorn? them into having to put a date or would you rather have them at least show some stuff? Hey, this is what we've been working on and kind of give a general idea, but not like an actual solid date. Well, general idea is fair. I mean, you know, first quarter of this spring of that, uh, they, nothing has to be locked down, but just a general idea of, Oh, Hey, this is coming sooner rather than later would kind of be nice in my opinion, because I mean, some of these games we've had trailers for, like going on what two or three years now like avowed i mean it would be nice to see some gameplay for that yeah, even if they do like like a season like really like, like a spring release or summer release like, like as long as they give us a window which gives them a little bit of wiggle room and gives us like something to to expect i think that would be fine mm-hmm. and i don't think anybody's really gonna get on the studios if uh Again, you know, some things, you know, might get a little more, you know, pushed out than we would have liked. I mean, I think most people are pretty understanding to the realities of the real world and things that have gone on, um, even if it is frustrating, a la Starfield and so on. But these things are coming. But I, I mean, I do want to see a big blowout of gameplay for Starfield. I mean, I think, you know, there are some expectations that need to be met. Um, I don't think it's too far fetched uh, to want those things. Um, and I mean, again, as far as my own personal opinion, I would love to see Compulsion's, uh, project, Project Midnight. Uh, it's been a few years since we've heard anything from them. They've been very quiet 
and judging by some uh you know leak concept art you know again i'm in i'm interested in what they're working on and i think that uh judging their pedigree and the games that they've worked on they make some really high quality interesting worlds uh that you just want to uh fall into and um with the interesting storylines so that, that is... they create yeah there was one game that came to mind just now, and the funny part is it wasn't mentioned, but if I'm sitting here thinking what game would I want to see the most at this event, and don't ask me why, but I want to see more about State of the K3 because of the whole Unreal Engine 5 thing, and I, I, I loved the concept of State of Decay. It was a really fun game. Played the first one. Played the second one. Should have played it longer, but I ended up playing. I beat it twice. I know you're supposed to play that game multiple times, but I only did two run-throughs before I ended up playing something else, but still great games, and I want to see what the third one has to offer. Okay, I mean, I, that's fair, obviously, and uh, I know a lot of people that are looking forward to that. Uh, State of K is a pretty huge franchise for Xbox, now that I think about it. They're pretty gung-ho on it. It's a very interesting open-world uh, zombie tile. I've never played it personally, but a few of my friends are very... Hey, hey man you only got so much time for so many games all right <laughs> i wish i could play everything um i know i know sacrilege but it does look cool i'm not i'm not saying it's not um and i'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people in the chat that would agree with you know like that they want to see some uh state of k3 uh no doubt <laughs> no doubt on that um no that's cool century no some good thoughts there uh, Eric Powell, I mean, I'd love to get your take on this to round out the, the crew. Um, what would you really like to see? Uh, um, like some realistic expectations, you know, some of your own little, uh, wild card predictions. What honestly, what, what do you want to see at the Xbox Bethesda show? Other than like, uh, I think people have touched on it. The, uh, 007, uh, Goldeneye remake, hopefully finally come out. Um, I would really like to see them tackle another, since they're not um, afraid to use other studios to tackle Rare IP. <laughs> um, I'm hoping they can announce another Rare IP. Um, it was so strange to me when they decided to like, yeah, we'll put Banjo on uh, Smash and you know take that whole leap of positive news and like hey people are learning about banjo especially now with banjo being on the switch uh yes uh nintendo online uh banjo kazooie why not just like okay cool let's try to get some of those get that nostalgia going and with some of those nintendo fans that you know still only are on the switch um or haven't touched xbox in forever but you know do want to play a new banjo that's not nuts and bolts um and get some of those people you know hive to like oh shit i want to play this new you know modern version of uh, banjo or something there's they have a ton of ip to use um so i'm i'm hopeful like <laughs> they'll at least we'll get one of those you know uh metroid prime 4 <laughs> jpeg announcements something just to let us know, like, oh, okay, we're making a new banjo, we're making a new conquer or something. Um, like that would be that would get a huge reveal. Like they should just announce it and just be and just like worry about like which studio. I'm just I'm just surprised that they're not like at least 
having somebody make it outside of their own studios like hey we need a competent studio hey let's get this studio like kind of like how they you know they're using crystal dynamics right now like (laughs) there's but you know everybody's probably uh busy with their own shit but um they i mean they they could at least they could find somebody that would make it worthwhile um that's a big enough ip to make it worth paying somebody out of pocket um but i'm hopeful we get one of those announcements one of these days but um trying to think of uh i would definitely i'm hopeful to see if we get any more announcements from some of the first studios that they acquired um like uh compulsion like we've seen what ninja theory has been doing obviously um but we haven't seen uh anything of what compulsion's doing we know we know about static k3 but obviously we didn't really see anything from that other than that just cgi trailer um, but it'd be cool to see what Impulsion's doing and uh, and what what in, in Exiles uh, doing. So I think those I, are the two early ones we haven't seen much from. Hundred percent, great, great to bring them up. Um, I think though, I get the feeling that they're a year off from showing, um, especially in Exile. Both are using Unreal Engine Five. Uh, the story on uh, Compulsion, I said it a couple of times here. When they first got uh, purchased, they didn't really want to be a small studio. They said that we want to be, we want to grow like the other studios. We want our own studio. And um, uh, they, you know, uh, they they made their case. And um, supposedly they got what they wanted. And uh, the thing that they showed Phil impressed Phil. So how far in development are they on with it? We don't know. All I know is, is that they are very interesting. Their um, creative guy, the director, uh, I, I don't know his name, Guillermo, I think, uh, is his name. Um, you know, we had him on the uh, the forgotten tapes of TXR, where we used to have a lot of interviews. It was, before, it was the original cast with Rand and Maka, and uh, we got the, the unfortunately, it was deleted um, somehow. But um, we had that guy, and let me tell you something. He's the type of guy that's going to be very interesting for Microsoft because he's going to press, he's going to push the limits, I think. And he he comes up with gameplay, uh, uh, you know, situations or stuff that you know is a little risque and edgy, and um, could be a lot of fun to be honest. Uh, and he takes risks, so really looking forward to what he he's showing. And I agree 100%, Jock. If they could show that, that would be really nice. And I, listen, I don't have to say, you know, listen, I said we're going to see a lot of gameplay. We will. But if they show us the gameplay, then that gives them, affords them the ability to maybe show this game that they're working off. It doesn't have to be, uh, uh, you know, all gameplay. It could just be a teaser and just give us an idea of maybe the world and or some of the characters, kind of like what Redfall did last year. So um, let's be honest. They they it'd be pretty hard for them to screw the show up with the amount of stuff that we just went through. I mean, I listened to Crusader go through everything, and Ghost uh, General MLD go through all this stuff that I even forgot about, and yourself, Shock and Vader. Um, I got so much stuff coming, like. That's what excites me is is that you know they they really can't screw this up. There's, 
at the end of the day, they could come up with something this week to add into the show, or whether it be an Exiles project. They could just tease it. And um, there's really no way they could screw this up, in my opinion. If they do screw it up, that's on them, because they have more than, a, than enough stuff to show or tease, and they've already went on, out on the limb and showed games way far in development that probably should have been shown, but they had a show because they were getting the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the there was a, a growing theme that Xbox had no games, and they needed to make an announcement, so they did all that, and now we're, we're transitioning to a different phase now where we're seeing the gameplay, but it's still okay to do that, in my opinion, to show games that are a little out there, and that would involve the exiles, the compulsions, and you know the the roadhouses of of uh, of, of the, their studio catalog. Um, why not, right? And let's be honest, if they get Activision, you know they're gonna they're gonna kick ass. I mean, you know this is gonna be a great show, but you know if we really look ahead, I think we've got a lot of fun times, a lot of fun shows to go through because uh, twenty twenty three. You know, we really can get uh, an amazing uh, a year, like a year that we, we never had. And uh, one of the things I brought up, too, on the other show, too, is, you know, Stalker 2, the development team now supposedly has transitioned um, out of uh, uh, Ukraine and now are um, supposedly working now. Uh, on the project again, and they have re- resumed. So uh, getting the Stalker 2... Uh, you know, demo or 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 something of that gameplay would be really cool, just because of all the stuff that they've endured. And and you know, even if they gave a release date a year away, or you know, they delayed it, because I think we all think it's going to get delayed out of out of the out of the uh, holiday, just because of the war. And that's not on them, but I think it would be really cool if they could. Really nice to see if you know they 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 could show maybe more of the game and and. You know, say you know we we're, we're looking to, uh, you know, release this game in 2023, and uh, they they tell a little bit of their developmental story, um, because supposedly, like I said, they have transitioned now and are back working, which is great, um, and you know, all my love and 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 I think everyone on this panel gives them all the support. You know what they went through, what they had to go through was extremely tough, and all the Microsoft representatives that were in. Ukraine that have now been transitioned to different areas um, safely. Uh, you know, maybe they can get some normal normalcy in their lives because uh, it's been pretty uh, hard on them, and uh, my heart goes out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well said, Tim. And uh, between Stalker 2 and, uh, you know, the situation re- revolving around Atomic Heart as well, you know, both... Uh, you know, uh, uh, games with a lot of, uh, on a lot of people's radars that, you know, are coming out around the same time period. Uh, I'll be curious to see how, uh, you know, how their teams uh, manage with everything going on. So, you know, fingers crossed we see something uh, from them in the, you know, somewhat near future. But, uh, you know, all the best to those teams and uh, you know, hopefully they're doing well. Um but yeah, guys, like, you know, we talked a lot of stuff. We gave a lot of varied predictions and uh, we all have different games that we're really looking forward to. Uh, anybody else have anything to add before we uh, close out the show? All right, I'll take that as a, 
a no, but you know, we said a lot. We said a lot. And um, you know, that Xbox has Xbox has so no, like you said, Tim, Xbox has so much content. Like it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And uh ever like I think everybody's gonna be happy, like in the next year or two, especially with the uh, Activision purchase. It's gonna be unbelievable. Um if they don't get that Activision, that'd be a stomach punch. But let me tell you, if they do get that Activision, uh, you're talking about a big event. You're talking about all Call of Duties, Day One and Game Pass. You're talking about uh, the legacy of Call of Duty, uh, you know, the Diablo, Warcraft. Uh, everything that they bring to the table all now on Xbox. Um, absolutely crazy. We love it. Um, Xbox is the place to be, and, and I'm glad that we're we stuck with them. And you know, there were times when they had four studios, and we still were were, were rooting them on. In <clears throat> hindsight, looking back, them, I kind of laughed because I think you know how the hell did they pull it off? But they did, and they always you know they kept us going and they gave us faith. And you know now we're just you know trouncing the you know we're about to trounce the competition. And, and uh, and when it comes to games, you know, I think there's gonna Xbox is gonna have no match out there, uh, if they, especially if you're the Activision. You're talking about 34 studios, 50, 50 development games in in developments. Um, just happy, you know. And then being that there's an Xbox centric podcast, it's just great that we all stuck with it from the from everyone in the chat and watching the program to everyone on the panel, you know. Uh, we've had some tough times, and we uh, we got ridiculed, and you know there were times where it looked like Xbox was done, but you know now they're on fire. And uh, my thing is, is let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy the next five years or whatever, however long they can keep this going, because uh, they're gonna have, a, like I said, a shit ton of games. Twenty twenty three could be unmatched. I mean, you could if if you could literally have four or five triple A's, um, you know, with Stalker and all these uh, triple, you know, all these third parties and everything could be crazy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And yeah, there's just uh, wait, a lot of content, a lot of content in the work, almost too much, but I'm not going to complain, not going to complain by any means. Uh, Xbox has a bright future and on it, like, how can you complain? Like, especially with the amount of studios that they have and the multiple teams, like, it's just, it, it's very hopeful, very hopeful. And, uh, as I, I think that within the next year, you will see uh, a lot more content being, uh, coming down the pipeline for sure. Um, but yeah, guys, with all that said, I think that covers things for tonight's show. And honestly, excellent chat tonight all across uh, the various members of the panel. Um, lots of interesting thoughts on the topics and the predictions for the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Uh, we really appreciate everyone that came out tonight to check us out live. Uh, great crowd as per usual. And hey guys, if you happen to enjoy tonight's offerings, then consider hitting that like button, sharing this out across social media and subbing to the channel. Now, with that said, let's get to uh, some of the outros, and I'll start off with Centurion. Centurion, buddy, um, great show tonight. Where can all these fine people listening and find you? 
Well, gentlemen, it was another great conversation tonight. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us in the chat. For those interested in finding me, you can locate me at Centurion1307 on YouTube, Xbox Live, and, of course, Twitter. You can also find me here every Sunday night right here on the TXR podcast with these amazing gentlemen. And you can also find me every Wednesday night on Gaming Beyond the Box, hosted by Wilmy Hood and his amazing cast over there. Well said, well said. Uh, moving on down, uh, Tim Dog, buddy, loved your thoughts. Uh, again, you got so much passion for the Xbox uh, community and whatnot. It's always, always a treat hearing your thoughts. Where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter, xCloud, Tim Dog, and the same thing on Xbox. Now, uh, I've been playing a little bit of um, Trek to Yoakum. Uh, Yomi, um, and uh, obviously been playing my sports games, uh, Madden and NBA and uh, and the show. Uh, I have to say though, I've been really like gaming for about a month. Uh, I really want to kind of uh, get back into it, um, and hopefully next week kicks it off. Maybe we get uh, Final Fantasy VII would be a great game to jump into. I still got to finish Gears of uh, the Galaxy. Um, uh, that game, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but um, you know, uh, just just uh, you know, just really happy that we're gonna have a nice week. I'm off on Sunday, and uh, we'll be back next Sunday, and we'll have a lot to talk about. It's gonna be a really fun day. So uh, hopefully this week we don't get uh, some stupid leaks or these stupid uh, things that happen. So um, if you are one of those people that don't want to have be spoiled. Stay away from the uh, the chats and the twitters because these are the weeks that they tend to break. But um, myself, hoping I'm hoping uh, we uh, get there. And we're not surprised, or we don't get any surprises until the day of the show. So uh, yeah, just super happy to be here. Great show, Centurion, Crusader, MLD, Invader, Shock. You guys, uh, you know, just. Uh, just awesome you know and um thank you for making the show what it is and just keeping it going it's it's nice that you know we could come here every sunday and talk about xbox mm -hmm. no and well said tim and uh, you know we all have a passion for uh, the xbox community and just again the games that come out right so uh, and uh lots to look forward to lots to look forward to uh from uh, Xbox, whether it be exclusive-wise or whatever deals they got going on, and just, you know, gaming in general, really. Uh, down the list, Eric Shockley, pal. Uh, again, I thought you had some really good points tonight, and uh, predictions were uh, pretty on point as well. Where can everybody find you? Yeah, as always, you can find me at ShockNero on Twitter, EasyShock on Xbox Live. Uh, but yeah, good show tonight. Um, awesome <laughs> uh, predictions, and uh, definitely hype for this next Sunday, um, especially since we're one of the first shows right after the event. So <laughs> definitely, uh, hopefully, we got a lot of talk, to, a lot of talk, a lot to talk about <laughs> next weekend. So, but yeah, good show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the timing uh, works out pretty well <laughs> for that, no doubt. Um, moving on down here, Crusader Pal again. Uh, you got quite the collection of uh, threads there, and uh, man, they came in handy for tonight. Good stuff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> good stuff for sure. And uh, where can these fine people find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Xbox at Crusader3456, uh, as well as on Twitter with the same name and Reddit with the same name. People should know that I will not on be covering any showcase leaks on Twitter with my account um, starting this week. If there had been stuff last week leaked, I would have. But at this point, we're too close. I'm not going to be sharing anything on Twitter. I will be talking about it in threads on Reddit uh, if stuff does come up, but don't expect to see it on my Twitter account because I, uh, I don't want to ruin it for other people. Um, and I did promise I would mention the Warhammer Magic the Gathering Commander decks for my friend. Uh, they, they look great. Um, so, yeah, you can find me in those places. And there was a great, great discussions tonight all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. Uh, and uh, General MLD Pal, again, uh, you had uh, quite, quite the uh, the list there of games that you want to see. And, hey, I hope we see all of them as well. Uh, where can everybody follow you? Uh, thank you, thank you. I mean, hey, we are in the calm of the storm right now. So uh, I'm looking forward to next Sunday talking with uh, you, you fine gentlemen here, deconstructing everything that goes down. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghost MLD is my Xbox gamer tag. You'll find me on Twitter at MLD Ghost. Just to give me, I guess it'll be tricky. I guess um, you know we want to be as active as we can on social media, but you know these leaks tend to happen a couple days before, so it's all about walking that fine line. But I think uh, I think we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but you know, guys, if you don't want to see any leaks, uh, yeah, I recommend staying off of social media and avoiding. Uh, just the uh the the gaming articles period so uh maybe uh maybe go stealthy the next couple of days and well again just to round out the group you guys know where you can find me at uh, youtube invader gaming and also on the bluebird app uh, twitter that is at invader underscore 1886 fun times tonight with the txr crew and we're looking forward to seeing you all here next sunday for our coverage of the xbox and bethesda showcase all the announcements and goodies there see you all next week everyone uh, have a good one uh, it's gonna be exciting gonna be exciting to say the least